Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. And hey, what's going on? What's going on? Hope you liked last week's episode. Yeah. Uh, so so watch it. us. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I totally forgot for a second. Yeah. <laughs> um, not much of a haunted update. Yeah, not much. Uh-huh. Just a- yeah. We still are going to take you guys on that trail. We just have to get a good time. Plus, it was raining a lot. And that place is known for alligators. And I have no... Like, actually, that place, the Haunted Trail area, actually had, like... It made the news, like, this massive alligator that they had to remove from the lake area. Or river area. Because it was so big, it, like, ate a husky. People think we're from Florida with that story. I No. Some of the alligators, I guess, because we don't have that many here, but there are some because we do have, like, swampy areas and, like, inland marshes and stuff like that, that they get pretty freaking big. Funny. All the time I've been here in North Carolina, I haven't seen one. I've seen... I've lived here, and I've only... Well, I've lived here even when I was a kid and, you know, for a certain amount of years, and I never actually saw... I mean, I've seen one from afar. I went to a gator farm in South Carolina. That's not typically here, so that makes no sense. Okay. Yep. <laughs> now, uh, at the time you're listening to this, it would already pass, but us recording right now, uh, what, we're a couple, an hour or so away from the... The linear eclipse, yeah. yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. 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 Yeah, any of your astrologer people out there, I have like... A lot of the signs that are getting affected, but a lot of my signs are in the big signs that are supposed to be affected. So, yay! But so, to astrology. on today's episode, we are going back to a subject that I was actually, I didn't really believe in. Like, I knew, I guess, kind of people had encounter stories. And I made fun of you for encountering your gnome, and I, for, for a couple of years, I was like, ha ha, you gnome, why are you going to go outside and see your gnome? Right? Well, funny, right? Yeah, no. I was waiting no, for that. No, 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 no. <laughs> I saw one. I swear in my life, I saw one. You know, the fair folks seem to uh, have a liking to us. I think, too, it's a, the background. I mean, the background. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the backyard is what I meant to say. Today is just, I've had, like, word vomit. All right. I heard that. That's when you talk too much. Yeah. Now you're just brain farting. Yeah, it's like a mixture of both. Yeah. Yeah. Not a good, not a good. Anyways. Yeah. So, uh, we have like backyard forestry, I would call it. Like, there's, there's like trees everywhere and like vines and stuff like that. It looks very like secret garden, like in a suburban like neighborhood. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know. it's I, I think, perfect greenery for them, I guess. I think it's us. Because if I saw one, and that was way before I had, my ability now. Yeah. And you see one almost, you know, several years later. They have some kind of liking in this area. Yeah. Well, too, I think, too, I was watching on TikTok a bunch of videos about psychics, how when they started going more into their abilities and, like, honing in, one of the things that they would see would be, like, gnome situations or, like, fairy folk, the fae, like, but, yeah. And it, and it was so quick. And I, and I keep, like, saying, I'm repeating in my head, like, could it have been a squirrel? Could it have been this? Could it have been that? And it was like, no, there's no way. No way. And it actually goes back. So I think I actually saw it twice. The first time I was in the backyard, and but the first time that I saw something that I 
kind of anticipated as a gnome. Um, we have like this break in a tree in our yard. So it's kind of like, you know, like the tree stump goes up and then it breaks into like the branches. And I was in the backyard with my son and my two younger brothers. And they had gone inside and I was like picking up all the like little outside toys that they have. And I go and I look towards the tree and I see like the top of someone's head, like with a, like a pointed hat. And I was, what the heck? Like, could that be a squirrel? Could that be, like, a bird? We have, like, all sorts of different, like, so we have all different kinds of small animals, birds, like, that kind of that, you know, rarely comes in our yard and stuff. So I tried, I passed it off as that, as, like, maybe it was some kind of animal I just saw in a weird way, and, you know, like, it shadowed it something that gave me that, that, you know, idea that it was that. Um, but there was one time I had gone outside and it was so random. I had gone outside and I was talking to Isaac and I was waiting for him to come home because he was, I don't know, like five minutes away. And all of a sudden I looked towards our neighbor, which her backyard is, um, she has a lot of greenery. Um, a lot of places that I would assume if we did have fairy folk or gnomes around, um, that would definitely yard she doesn't even go in the backyard that often like animals so that would make sense um but in between her car like the wheels i saw this like little thing like like essentially what a gnome would look like or what people have described a gnome to look like i saw it rush from one tire to the next and then disappear by the time i like was able to focus in and say like whoa what the heck was that um, and it was actually, it was during the day, but it was like dusk. So, yeah. And I was joking around with Isaac saying, well, I've never seen a no. That's funny. I've never seen it. Cause you were like actually like freaked out by. Cause I saw, saw it twice. It. Yeah. Which, yeah. I saw it tech. I mean, technically twice. Cause it was the same, same kind of like shadow thing I saw in between the trees was the same thing that i saw that ran but this time i saw like the full body like it literally was like a little person with a hat like your typical garden gnome and it had to be maybe like a foot tall a little bit less yeah and i used my uh i think in the picture we posted on instagram uh my blue water bottle for a size comparison because it's almost the same size um the way it stood and it kind of it was like hidden behind the bushes and it was leaning out I remember all I was seeing was just a shadow silhouette of it, but I remember seeing yeah. the shape of the hat. Yeah. Um, and I was like, what the fuck? And I was looking at it and I was like, am I looking at it? And it kind of moves back and I kind of like ran over there thinking they might have seen a cat. What's going on? Flash for a flash shot in there. And most people were like, wait, you ran over there? I was like, yeah, I deal with ghosts all the time. So, yeah. But it's funny to like, I've always said that we've experienced most things we talk about. Not everything, but yeah. I didn't ever thought that, you know, a gnome was be on the list of things I experienced. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, and two, what kind of started after I saw that, I actually stumbled upon a video and it's by, um, she has a channel where she talks about like creepy stuff, uh, Tati's creepy stories. And she's on TikTok and she had this story because apparently she had encounters with gnomes or in other cultures that they're called duendes. She was, she had posted a story about her encounter and then there was this photo that's been kind of like going around of a, like these boxes of gnomes 
um, that they found in an old tobacco shop in Stockholm, Sweden. And apparently, the story behind the picture is that a witch in the 1700s was dealing with, I guess, your typical, like, house gnome. And she caught the gnome stealing from her, so she got, you know, like, knocked it off, in a sense. You know, killed it. Or, you know, like, stopped, tried, you know. Anyway, so she um put him in the box. And apparently, there's a thing that you know if you mess with one you gotta mess they're all gonna come for you and there is also superstitions and stuff like that if you like step on their house or you kill one of them there's like weird things that happen that we'll get to in the episode as well so yeah she had multiple gnomes captured and killed i get. i want to say killed i guess that's what she did killed stopped them froze them i don't know but they're in the boxes petrified you mean if if it's real i mean granted it can be easily faked but the way it looks is like they were mummified. Yeah. They yeah. were captured, put in glass things, and they weren't able to move. And they were forever trapped in those, those glass cases. Yeah, which yeah. is crazy. And it was found. Could you imagine finding that amongst Christmas trinkets? I'm like, what, what the hell is Grandma having her damn bannock? <laughs> what is this? Like, yeah. this is the creepiest, like, we just throw these things away. They, they look like they... Well, they, it's <laughs> crazy because, and that's what resonated with me is... They seemed a little bit bigger than what I saw, or probably that you saw, but look-wise, I could totally, and the way that the skin was sunken, like you said, like mummified, it like kind of like blew my mind. Like someone that's really good at you know special effects and stuff like that in terms of like making actual things, but I think they said that this was found in the 1960s. Mm. And so in the 1960s, the stuff wasn't that great to be able to make something like that up. So, you know, I don't know. Well, I mean, taxidermy and stuff like that and doll makers, you could even try doing that stuff. But I was saying someone really would have to put effort into making that. Yeah. Yeah. In the day, anyway. Yeah. And then, too, in that in the day, like, in the 1960s, like, weird stuff like that wasn't, you didn't have, like, horror creators or stuff like that that were like, let's make, you know, like, mummified gnomes. But yeah, it's definitely weird. So definitely go check it out. All you got to do on TikTok is uh, type in gnomes because there's not that <laughs> many videos and it pops up. Um, there's another that cover called Night God 333 and backstory of the photo as well. Um, um, also, Cosmic Miggy, if you guys have um, ever heard of him, he's on t- TikTok as well. He actually came on one of our episodes um, as a bonus like guest episode, and he actually talks about an encounter that his aunt had where she claims to be, or her story is that she was captured by gnomes when she was younger. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go check that out, because I don't want to, like, spoil it on here. I want you to go. Um, He also has it on his TikToks detailing, you know, everything, too, and I'll link that on our instagram and stuff so you can see it but upon like kind of like when i did the research i went to different videos about gnomes and apparently a lot of people have encountered gnomes um in the united states i saw people from washington people from florida people from up north people from california like you know like new mexico like they all it's it's all over america 
And it's not just like in this area that gnomes are talked about. Um, in Hispanic culture, there's in Mexico, there's duendes. In the Philippines, they also call them duendes. Spain, duendes. Um, Portugal, they have a whole bunch. But I found what was interesting is a lot of people in the comments kind of shared what their story, their stories that they've been told passed down from, um, their, I guess, elders and stuff like that of encounters and stuff like that. What, I guess, like advice on what to do and what not to do when it comes to gnomes and duendes and stuff like that. One thing was do not leave children's toys outside and this person was from mexico and so that's one thing that they've always been told is don't leave toys outside or duendes will mess with it another thing is uh don't take any gifts from them so if you find something unusual in the yard don't take it another thing was to leave candy for them if you appease them you know they'll leave you alone kind of thing um, there's some ideas too that basically they're earth spirits protecting the land, protecting nature, stuff like that. And normally, you technically, like, it's kind of weird that we've, we've encountered them in like a neighborhood. Normally, it's a, like rural or countryside type areas. Yeah. Which is funny, yeah. A lot of these sightings on camera have been sweated, like, been, been sighted in, um, Mexico and South American countries. Yeah. Which there is a legend amongst the Aztecs or somebody. One of the tribes down there mm-hmm. um, about a, a group of people that were tiny people that exist. I forgot their names of them. Um, but the gnomes and the duendes, right? There's always stories like that. Funny enough, uh, I remember hearing a story um, in a TikTok or something. Mm-hmm. But a guy, a musician, uh, was... Uh, walking on the street or something and he heard commotion of like little things he walked over and he saw in the woods uh a little gnomes windows right mm-hmm. throwing down and he was like oh shit and he told him hey uh the, the, the gnomes told him hey if you play for us we'll give you these gold coins right wow. and they showed him yeah. and he was like uh, all right you know because he wanted the, the money and stuff like that so he started playing it for him he played for maybe 45 minutes to an hour right and they gave him a gold coin so thanks for your you know for playing for us right and he goes home to show his wife the gold coins, and she opens the door and she goes, "What?" And she's like, "Like she saw a ghost or something, right?" And he goes, "Like I, it's been like he goes, well, why are you looking at me like that?'" It's like, "I thought you were dead. It's been years." He's like, "What do you mean, been years? I was only gone for an hour." He's like, "No, he's like and like it's like we thought we all thought you died, and like I remarried and stuff like that, and like like the I guess her best friend or whoever at the time the guy showed up was like, "Yeah, we thought you were dead. Like we looked for you, we could never find you, and." You know, it's been like it's like it's been years. We don't know. Like, uh, <laughs> okay, that's that's just normal. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so some kind of time uh, paradox or something. Like he might have, like, uh, was it a theory that I remember you were saying something about, like how they're from another dimension or another period? Yeah, uh, he might have can... slipped into their dimension where time moved slow for uh, him, but moved fast for everybody else. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, there was this idea that they come to, like, our world through portals, and then also that they're interdimensional beings from the dimension. Um, but, yeah. So, Spain actually has... Uh, it's kind of like in the Mexican culture, they're either, like, good or evil. There's no, like, outside. They're just good or evil, you know? 
to know outside names. Apparently, though, Spain has a bunch of, like, categorized, I I don't even know, like, species of gnome, I guess you could call it. Mm-hmm. Um, They have one that's basically similar to nymphs from ancient Greece. They're extremely beautiful, long, flowy hair, flower crowns. They go from normal size to human size, and they stay by fountains and springs they only come out at night and they bless the waters trees farms herds sorry that looked like turds i'm not gonna <laughs> lie on my notes <laughs> um but they're called anahanas i think sorry if i'm mispronouncing that um there's another one called buscosos which is tall bearded duendes dressed in moss and leaves they have helped humans repair barns and homes that have been damaged. Um, another one is the Trascosos, which is known as the mischievous ones. They enter homes through chimneys and they steal things. So a lot of too, it's crazy because you know we have the typical garden gnome, and that's the thing is like people don't know where the garden gnome is originated. There's a team I forgot where what university. There's a team of people that literally are dedicated to kind of researching about gnomes and how we came up with the idea of a garden gnome. Because there's no actual, like, written, a written, like, timeline as to where we originally got the idea of a garden gnome. So, yeah. And if Aztec people or, like, a, like, ancient tribe of Mexico or stuff is talking about that even from all the way back where the heck did the garden gnome come from i mean it could easily like a lot of things from our folk folklore and stuff like that are merchandised and uh oh yeah stuff turned into turn in for money and stuff like that santa claus and so his origin story has changed over time just for selling monies but um i can see how uh garden decor could add in gnomes and stuff like that and make them look friendly with little beards and stuff like that, smiling and stuff like that. And then elves, right, mm-hmm. associated with Santa Claus and stuff like that. So you get that mixed with other things, and they change kind of what, you know, elves and gnomes being not mischievous or dangerous or evil, and that by making them more friendly and good and stuff like that. to be market well, because no one wants to put a gnome in their garden, you know, if, uh, to look nice, but find out, you know, it's like, oh, it's an evil symbol or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh so Portugal also has backstories of them. Um, and theirs is basically, you know, like they wear the big hats. Um, theirs is a little bit like kind of like creepier. Apparently, the duendes from that region lure children into the forest. So <laughs> that's that's scary. Um, and then in like Latin American um, cultures. They're the helper of people who get lost in the forest. But there's also this weird thing, too, I kept reading about the duendes and certain the certain cultures is that uh, apparently they clip toenails of children. That was one, like, thing right. that was talked about. So I don't know what they do with the toenails, you know? I eat them. Tasty treat. Yeah. yeah. Salty. Ew. <laughs> um... But, like you said, it exists all the way back to, like, the ancient kind of tribes of Mexico, and they believed that you would find, like, duendes in 
mossy cloud forest in the mountains. And then, of course, you have the Philippines, which they also have a group in Duendes. And they believe that they dwell in rocks and caves, old trees, dark houses, anthills, and termite mounds. And they have the choosing to be evil or good. But if you step on them or step on their house, anything associated with them will automatically become cursed. There's also the idea, too, that you could become possessed by one, which I find interesting. Interesting. Mm. Um, so, yeah, another thing is that they, which a lot of people have shot down this idea that they're just an evolved species, which I thought was interesting, but I don't really think. I I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's still hard for me to wrap my brain around because I don't know, but I, I have seen what I think to be. So, well, after was it this uh, theory was proposed that I heard one um, that Earth is a prison planet um, in a sense that uh, humans were sent here uh, as punishment or species in a way uh, to keep us separated from all other alien life. Hence why we haven't really contacted anybody. We always get like people coming in and viewing us, mm -hmm. and sometimes making contact and capturing some of us to experiment on, and that's about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Other than that, no direct contact, well, as far as we know. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, that we were just here by ourselves. And people are like, well, why have we had any contact? You know, an alien species should have, you know, contacted us at some point in time, you know, and made it like blatantly obvious by floating in the sky and stuff like that. Now, so that's what that theory is that we're a prison planet. And our ancient, ancient ancestors is the one that screwed up for the rest of us. Yeah. Um, and if that's possible theory, that would make sense for why there's so many weird things that happen here. You think about uh, gnomes, if they're tricksters and stuff like that, and they want to mess with humans, what better than mess with than the uh, species that were imprisoned on the planet so they can't go anywhere, do anything, right? Yeah. And no one's going to give you shit for messing with these prisoners, right? The species that no one wants to deal with. So if uh, gnomes or even if the fae themselves are interdimensional beings and can use magic or so forth um, and transport from one dimension to the other just to go mess with humankind, it, that would make sense why we can never really find them and yeah. why they always hang in places where mankind isn't heavily populated, which begs the question, uh, why were they even here and where we live? I mean, we live in a neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just, every every time, like, I, I, I think about gnomes and, and like, even the fae and, like, fairy stuff, um, which, again, is a concept that's very hard for me to, I don't know why, it's just very hard for me to wrap my brain around. We combat demons, and you're having a hard time with this. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, like I said, our next drawer, Burr, um, she's an older lady, and... Her husband used to be the one that would, uh, like, attend to her yard and stuff, but um, once he passed, he hasn't really, which makes me think, uh, when, because she had asked me and Isaac if we can clear out some of her, like, stuff on her, in her backyard. If we what, start you think messing, about house? I don't know. <laughs> if we start messing back there, if... that would Demon! Oh, no. my gosh. I don't know what I would do if I actually, like, saw something. Because, you know, it's like one thing, you see ghosts, you know, like, the spiritual world. But see an actual, like, something like that, I don't know what I would feel. Like, I mean... Like, oh, well, this is real, too, then. Okay. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> um, 
But I thought it was interesting. There's actually on a show, this was a show back in 2013 to 2015 and aired on Discovery Channel, that there was an actual woman that went on there and talked about her gnome encounter. Um, and it was a show called, it was called Destination Weird, but they had like a segment series called Monsters and Mysteries. And the lady's name was Tammy Thomas, and it took place in 1999, so going old school. Not really that old school. How dare you? I'm just kidding, everybody. I was born in the 90s. I was kidding. Um, I lived in the 90s. I was born in the 90s. I know. Well, yeah, but not born in the 90s, but was a kid. Anyways, so this happened in 1999, and she goes on to say that her and her grandson came home from grocery shopping. Her grandson looked like he was... In the story depiction in the episode, it looked like maybe like eight or nine, like, you know, young, but old enough to like get out and walk around himself. Um, and it was like at nighttime. So after taking her grandson out and unlocking and un- unlocking the groceries, man, <laughs> told you words are coming through. Anyways, um, after taking her grandson out and un- unloading the groceries, Tammy lost track of her grandson. So she's going around her going hey i forgot the name of the grandson but hey we'll just call him tommy 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 where are you tommy right um so she event you know puts the groceries down and goes and looks and she finds him and he's just staring and she asked her grandson uh what are you looking at and she can hear almost like a like a growl his thing and how they do it in the actual show is like like 90s mm. like it's it's this it's it was from 2013 to 2015 but it looked like you know that movie, the leprechaun or, or cord that's what they depicted it as but it should have been as a kid really yeah well it depicted him as that wow anyways but it was like <laughs> yeah like how it was depicted in the actual episode anyways um so she said that she saw a creature staring back at them, like kind of like hissing and growling within a bush. And she said the the only way she could describe what it looked like would be like garden gnome. But it's crazy going back to encounter stories. Like when you look on TikTok videos, you look in the comments, comments because I like doing that. Um, there's more people that know people that have had encounter stories where there's grandmothers or um, cousins or whatever. Um, there's a lot of people that actually encounter gnomes. Like, I would probably put it on par almost as much as, like, the paranormal. Like, there's a lot of people that say they encounter gnomes. Well, yeah. I kind of want to ask my dad, but I doubt he's I, I bet you. Dad. I bet you. I, bet I mean, you he sees some weird stuff in Mexico. Uh, you know, uh, seeing, uh, uh, La Chusa, uh, the, uh, giant, uh, white owl with the human, uh, a woman's face, supposed to be a witch, uh, above a graveyard. He's never seen that. And, of course, uh, some paranormal stuff happened to him when he was younger. Yeah, but- didn't he have the weird story where, like, it was, like, I don't know, something, like, it was about Star Trek, but it was before the show even came out or something like that? Yes, but I don't remember the specifics. I know. I know. <laughs> it was a weird thing. I was like, what? So, yeah. Um, uh, so I guess a, uh, final theory on this. 
it's, it's strange that gnomes and the fair the fey folk um fair folk the fey folk <laughs> fair folk um the fey folk is worldly known yeah and i would say it's funny i don't remember ever hearing anything i know japan and, and china probably have their own stories too as yeah. far east as they are possibly even australia but you never hear a lot coming from there mostly what you hear is coming from like you know, old Europe areas and mm-hmm. Spain and areas down there and, and farther west when it comes to us, <clears throat> excuse me, and in Mexico and Brazil and Southern American countries here a lot. You can see it still to this day. Yeah. Um, not so much as over there. I always maybe wonder why this area, why here? It's also evidence too. I don't think anybody has caught any clear evidence of because it it happens so fast. Like, I know with me, both times it happened extremely fast. Well, they're supposed to be good at hiding uh, very fast, very quick, clever, tricksters, all the, all the above. Yeah. When it comes to things like that. Um, people want to say that you know, interdimensional beings, um, creatures left behind, uh, a filled creations from the original creators of the human race. We want to go into that theory. Like, they tried this, this, and that, and like, ah, oh, this isn't working, threw those things out, threw this out. Um, or they're, whoever created us created them along with the same time, just to see, you know, what they could. Have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Create all these other things and give humans barely any ability to fight against them in a sense like that. Um, but being interdimensional beings or separating through dimensions using magic is a more of a probable answer. Yeah. Than saying they're always been here, you know, and maybe they survived the flood and the other world ending, the drastic things that ever happened. Um, but it's always a story that doesn't have enough, um, we call it, I want to say evidence, but not enough volume behind it to give proof. Yeah. Like you think about the supernatural, it's tons and tons of evidence and tons and tons of experiences mm-hmm. that still go on today. Like right in front of people. Yeah. But when it comes to that, it's almost like super keep secret, so much so that people don't believe. Maybe yeah. that's all that's that's on purpose. Maybe they don't want to be found. Same goes for like Bigfoot, right? There's enough evidence to say that something could exist, but it's yeah. not enough to say that definite that it does. Yeah. I guess a lot of Bigfoot listening. Yeah. But They exist. <laughs> but it's like they do whatever they can to make sure they're never found. Yeah. That shows intelligence. Yeah. So these creatures of the woods of the Fey, you would say, never want to be found by humankind. In fact, they they have some kind of cloaking uh, abilities that prevent us from ever seeing them. Yeah, because I thought it was interesting. Like even though I saw it at dusk and saw it during the day, and even saw it um, the first time in the backyard, I think I have. When I went to take a picture, it it darted away, but um, the first time. But it was like a shadow. It was like it had a constant shadow on itself. Like you could see the outline of the little hat and everything. And like the fact that it looked like a little human is the best way to describe it. Um, You couldn't see like I couldn't see his face. I couldn't. And it was crazy because it was the exact same way that you described it where it was like running in between the cars. Um, She only has one car and that's how I saw it was running from one to another. And it, like, didn't look at me. It just, like, did it. But it was on the opposite side. So where you saw it was, like, if you're standing directly facing the house, you saw it to the right, which was in our driveway, and I saw it on the left side, which was in her driveway. 
So. But um, like most subjects we talk about, it's always going to be continuing. Plus, we use this as much as I don't want to look yeah. at it, but I'm pretty sure we're going to encounter some kind of damn gnomes again. Yeah. I kind of want to, like, leave stuff out for them and see if... Oh, you weren't supposed to give them shit. No, you're supposed... You could. You could give them offerings. It's supposed to be, like... as a, a little shovel. A little shovel? Yeah. Um, But, like, <laughs> no, they say, like, you're supposed to leave them candy, like, little trinkets. And, like... They don't leave the toys out, but Killian's toys are left out outside all the time. Yeah, I know. And they're always still there. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. don't want it. You don't want these pieces of crap. No. <laughs> no, I could you imagine them taking the little monster trucks? <laughs> Killing them hunt them now. Yeah. yeah. I know you took my Bigfoot. Mm. I know you took uh what's that one? Grave digger. Northern Nightmare, give me mine back. Factory know all these, yeah. Yeah, that's that shows you have a parent like you that you have a parent. Oh see, what is this? I'm like saying stuff that doesn't make sense. Anyway, uh, so that's that wraps us up for today. Yeah. What's uh going on next week? So next week, I'm ex- actually these next couple episodes I'm extremely excited about. But next week, I am also extremely excited about because we're going back to talk about haunted locations, creepy like legends of an area, and it is New Orleans. New Orleans, where I get the Don Madge Southern Gentleman accent. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but yeah, so there's some New Orleans. Got some pretty creepy places. I already started researching, and yeah, yeah. So look for that next week. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah. Look right there next week. Uh, as always, guys, you can catch our social media at uh, Hidden the Shadows Podcast uh, on uh, Instagram, Hidden Shaw Six on Twitter, Hidden the Podcast Two on TikTok. Or links to all our social media and always listen to us at hiddenshadowspodcast.com. That's always links to our merch store where you can buy buy some stuff. Um, yeah. So, yeah. as always, we'll catch your widows in the next one. Yep. Don't